Welcome to Off the Hustle, a podcast designed to help you grow as we grow. We're becoming our best selves, and you, we want you to join us. Yeah, and there's no point being selfish and holding the, the wealth and the knowledge to ourselves. As we push ourselves each and every day to be great, we're challenging you to do the same exact thing. We hold ourselves to a really simple mission of three things. We build, we grow, and we develop. We want you to join us in doing it. Yeah, so as we continue, guys, to give you great episodes, make sure that the only thing we ask of you is if you hear something of value, stop immediately, pause the episode, and share it at that exact moment. Because as you share the knowledge and the wealth that we give you guys, you guys are actually being of value to us as well as yourselves. You're being too nice about it. We, we're really simple. Every episode that you hear value, we want you to share it. <laughs> yes, sir. Text, social media, in person, we don't care. It's an honor system, and we're asking you to do the honorable thing. Share the knowledge that you find so that someone else can be great. And that's because that's what true hustlers do. Hey everybody, it is Friday and this week has been time management week and we uh, dove a lot earlier in this week into uh, the purpose of time management, what time management brings you and today we're going to dive into what you guys have been waiting for all week, nothing but strategies Mm -hmm. to help you improve your time management. Hey everybody, if you don't know the voice by now, this is Jared. What's going on y'all? And I'm pretty sure at this point, if you've been following us since the beginning, you already know it's your boy Amari checking in once again. And like Jared said, you know, it's been a very eventful week. You know, for us to go into a a new month the way we did, you know, once again, I want to say, you know, pay my respects to Chadwick Bozeman and everyone else who has been experiencing, you know, tragedies within their families whatever but nevertheless i hope you guys have been able to take you know just those down moments to reinforce the importance of using your time wisely um and being able to get the most out of each and every day so with these strategies you know we took some time out to do our due diligence have thoughtful conversations about this throughout the week and we wanted to not give you guys a huge list of different strategies. We want we picked a few that we that we deem important to us and that we think that will be able to be important to you as well. Yes, and when and when he says pick the few that have been important to us, uh, I think that's an understatement. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it really is. Amar really picked the ones that we've implemented uh, that have helped our business get to the next level. Because when when you're running a small operation that accomplishes a lot and you're messing with people's money at a high level what? and people's life investments, uh, time yeah. management and being able to move correctly, efficiently uh, is highly important for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Amari, I, I can't take the credit for this. He really sat down and said, hey, what are the things that we do to manage our time that makes us effective? make us effective and uh, he came up with this list and I could do nothing but say man you hit it on the head with this yeah, one man appreciate it and you know with no further ado you know we can go ahead and start diving into it um so before we do it I highly advise you you know um, ladies and gentlemen go ahead and get your pens and pads um you know if you're more on the technical side get your phones out 
open up that notepad out and and let's let's um take a deep dive into each and every um each and every one of these points, man. And before we dive into it, remember the cost of this podcast. It is 100% free. The only thing that we ask is that if you hear anything of value, mm-hmm. that you share it with someone, whatever you write down. Today, I'm not even going to be selfish about it. You don't even have to share this episode. You don't have to share this podcast. But whatever you write down, take those notes and give it to someone who needs them. Because these are really some powerful strategies that we implement uh, that help us every single day. And even if you don't want to share us just yet, I want you to share the knowledge, but let's dive into it. Go ahead, man. Yeah, man. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, getting the most out of your time management, you know, I, when I look at square one of this process, you have to have a, you have to take inventory of your time. You know, you have to be mindful. Okay. Do you know how you're using your time? Do you know what avenues, what outlets take up your time throughout your days? And are you getting the best uh, results? Um, at the end of it, at the end of that day. So to, with all that said, the, the question that you want to ask yourself is, do you know how you spend your time? You know, and that, that's a very, it seems like a very broad question, which mm-hmm. it is. So to help you navigate that question more efficiently, there are some other questions that, that add value to that broader question. You know, the first question I ask myself when it comes to, you know, taking an inventory of that time management is, you know, out of my whole day, did I get everything that I have listed done? Did I get everything out of my day? That everything I had planned for my day, did it get completed? You know, did I achieve it? And that's a question that you should ask yourself. One of the first questions, you know, if not the main question, like, do you are you usually a person that gets everything accomplished that they have, you know, destined for themselves? And, you know, when they wake up, if, if so, then that's cool. But even still, I would challenge you to see where you can get more out of your day, because if you're getting everything, if you're getting everything accomplished in your day, then ask yourself this next question. Is there more that can be done in my day? Yeah. And can I get more time back? Can you get more time back? That's very important, bro. You know, so another question, the next question that you may want to that you want to ask yourself is which task require the most time? Mm-hmm. So now and I want to make a note about this. In order for you to know what you're spending your time doing on a regular basis and um, and are you and, and being able to officially say, yes, I am accomplishing everything I have uh, listed for my day or I'm not, you have to list out the tasks that you have for your day. This is part of taking inventory. When, you know, for people who work in jobs where they have to take inventory of, you know, the materials that's in their office or their workplace or they have to take, uh, they have to create lists of things of tasks, other tasks that they have to complete to get a project done. This is all part of taking inventory. So you have to take inventory of your life at times. You know, create a checklist. Create a list of things that you typically have to do on an everyday basis. And and then see, you know, take an inventory. Do that analysis where you um, see, hey, do I get this done on a regular basis? Yes or no? Very simple. If, you get, if you're not able to say yes off the bat, or if you have to say, oh, let me think about it, nine times ten, it may be no. The next question, and I have to I have two more questions, so I ain't going to hold you up. Two more. The next question is, what time of day are you most productive? Is it the morning? Is it the midday, afternoon? Is it the evening? Is it late at night? Is, you know, is it after the, the family is sleeping, you have that time to yourself? 
what day is it? I mean, what time of the day is it? Because that plays a major part to help you understand that either that time of day may be the best time for you to try to get a lot of stuff done, or it may be the time of day that's holding you back because you may need to shift gears. You never know, but you can only do that if you take the inventory. And then the last question is, what is, where is, what time of the day, I'm sorry, not what time of the day, where is most of your time devoted to in your day? You know, we all have different priorities, a wide variety. A lot of us, if not all of us, a lot of us, different hustlers, we wear many hats throughout our days. You know, not just in work, but outside of work too. Some of us, we have, we don't, we have more than one job, more than one, you know, um, professional hustle. Some of us got plenty of side hustles and, and have, you know, a handful of main hustles. Some of us have families to support. We have kids, we have loved ones, we have our parents, we have our significant others, uh, people who we adopt over time. We also have other, we also have recreational activities that we got to take to, um, take account of. I know for me, it's uh, working out, you know, um, doing a 30 or bus challenge. Um, some of us may take time to meet in different um, organizations, you know, things like that. And then also, too, you can't forget to include this in your inventory checklist, your personal time, things that you do, where it's time about meditating, reading books, watching TV, having conversations, whatever, painting, whatever that, whatever you do in your personal me time, those type of things play a part in how your day goes. So ask yourself that very last question. Where's most of your time devoted to? Because if a lot of your time is devoted towards your job, we talked about this before. If you're taking your job, if you're taking the home, if you're taking the job towards the home and it's interfering with the family and with your recreational um, things in your life, or it's, it's playing a part in all the other parts of your life where you're not able to get the full enjoyment out of those things, then guess what? You may be doing yourself a huge disservice by not serving by not trying to give equal time to everything else so i know i've said a lot but before we move any further i want to hand off to my dog jerry and see if he has anything yeah just going into all of this you'll start to see that the important thing that you need to start doing is creating routines you'll start creating routines that are followable Mm -hmm. routines that are efficient uh, if you've ever read the the book uh, Four Hour Work Week, for yeah, I want to say it's the Four Hour Work Week. Uh, what he teaches is that you should create processes that makes work go easier. That makes makes your work go easier. Forgive my words, I'm getting tongue tied <laughs> today. To make your words go easier, because what you start to realize is when you're answering these questions you'll start to see that there's a routine and a pattern to them. Mm-hmm. If you see that you're mostly your, uh, you're not getting all the tasks done for that day, where did you go wrong? Where did you spend too much time? Mm-hmm. You can start to analyze that now because you're being honest with yourself and you're taking inventory by asking these questions. Mm-hmm. Which tasks require the most time? You'll start seeing that the task that requires the most time is X, Y, and Z. I need to create a way to do X, Y, and Z faster and more efficiently. You'll see what time of the day am I most productive. You'll start to see at what times of the day. Once you know the one you're most productive, why are you not productive in the others? Let's start seeing what the distractions are. Mm -hmm. If 
again, if you get to the next one, you say, where's most of my time devoted? You start to realize that most of your time is devoted at your job. Well, do you have a family balance? Do you have a personal balance? Are you taking time for recreation to work out and take care of your health? Are you looking at time for your nutrition? Because if you aren't doing those things, you need to start doing them because you can't manage your time if you can't manage yourself. Yeah. And that very last question in reference to, you know, taking the inventory, that question I'm talking about is where most of your time is devoted to. That's very important because and you, and you just touched on, you, in, in the midst of what you were saying, you tapped in on this. If you're spending a lot of time, let's just say for a, a, you know, a typical scenario, if you're spending a lot of time working at your job and you're spending more, you know, you if you get in that, if you're working past a certain time period, considering the fact that you probably got there around like 7, 8, maybe 9 a.m., and you're not seeing you're seeing yourself not leaving the office until or leaving your workplace until well after six, seven o'clock PM and you're tired, you're feeling rugged, you feel kind of beat down from, from just from all those meetings and everything you had to do for the day. And let's just say you you have a a goal and a dream of yours to um, run a business, you know, you, you may or may not be able to you know, you may not, you may be holding yourself back from um, devoting your time to building a, your own business or to going for a, a, a main goal for yours based on, just on the fact that a lot of your time is caught up in building someone else's dream or you not in which in hindsight, it relates to you not being most efficiently um, productive with your time at work. And that's, I know I'm kind of going a little deep here with that scenario, but that happens to us all, if not all, it happens to a lot of us very often just because of the fact that we get so bought, we get so tied down with thinking that just because we're working 40 plus hours a week, we think we're doing something when in reality, we're wasting our time. Not because we're not doing something that we have a passion for, are not just because of the fact that we're building someone else's dream with, uh, instead of building our own dreams, but because we are our own worst enemy into why we're not getting the things that we want to get done within that 24-hour uh, window. Despite all the challenges in your way, if you really want something bad enough, you can make it happen, but you have to find out how to make it happen. The only way you can do that is take an inventory, Figuring out what what things you are able to get done, where you're devoting your time to, where uh, where most of your time is take uh, is taken up with certain tasks, and being able to f- come up with your formula, coming up with your your roadmap of how to achieve everything plus your own dreams. So that's you know I know we can say a lot in less than fifteen minutes, but that's the reason why we had to give you guys that heads up about getting your pen and your pad you know, taking notes and, and being able to share this information, not just for yourself, but for those people who need it too, because I'm pretty sure just like in our, in our net, in our network circles, I'm pretty sure the same thing if you say about yours, there are people who are looking for this information, but for whatever reason, they either, you know, they don't, they don't either know about off the hustle or you, or you are, you know, keeping this information from them, not intentionally, but, you know, you got to share, you got to share the wealth. The same way you're tapping in, you're taking time out to listen to Off the Hustle podcast. 
and you're hearing Jared and myself talk about these things, guess what? There's people that want to hear this too. And it, it helps you as well as us to share the information with those people in your in your in your inner circles because we're I, I, one of our end goals is to build a community of people who are working together to take this information and not just listen to it and say it's something cool to hear, something to give you that quick um, hit of inspiration and motivation. This is stuff that we want to help apply to your life as we do it for ourselves. So nevertheless, not to keep you know not to keep going on about these you know taking the inventory, take very high um, value of this and uh, and really before you eat and I was and I'm taking one step further. Before you share it with someone else, do it for yourself first. Do it for yourself first, based on how your results are. Take an inventory. So when you share the information with someone else, that can be a family member, a friend, a total stranger, uh, a coworker, your boss, whoever. When you share this information, you can be able to tell them how you went about your process. You can give them your personal testimony and not just say, hey, go listen to Off the Hustle. You know, you can actually give more context behind, man, I listened to Jerry and Amara talk about this here. And based on that, I, did, I, I challenged myself. I did the work. This is why I came out with it. This is what, how I'm using it going forward. I want you. I want, I want to sit down with you and do the same thing with you. Or I want you to do this on your own time. And when we talk, when I see you again, we can talk more about it. Mm-hmm. And this is how you build a community of true hustlers. You know what I'm saying? True hustlers, we working. But we're working to move forward. We're not working to stay in the same place. We want to move forward. And the best thing that makes the journey so much worthwhile is as we're moving forward, we want to see the people that we love dearly and that we care about dearly to move forward with us. So that gap of separation doesn't become a burden. It becomes a bridge that is from one place to another, from state to state, county to county, country to country, nation to nation, we can all become better versions of ourselves. Now, I'm going to tell you again, this is a content-packed episode, so pick your pens back up. We're going <laughs> to dive right back in. Oh, man. So now, Working we're going to talk about setting priorities. Now, this is something that we do a lot. We break everything down into two categories. Important, not important. Mm-hmm. Some people break it down into more, but we've come to find out what works for us best is if we break it down to important and not important. Mm-hmm. Because when there's two things, it's easier to process in your mind. When you're breaking down to four and five categories, now you're doing what we what we say not to do. You're trying to multitask. Mm-hmm. We want you to chunk. Chunk things that should be done together together. Now, we're going to dive into just the important section. So when you're in the important section, you want to break everything down again. We break by two. So now you're going to break it into urgent, not urgent. Yep. Everything in your urgent section are tasks that you have to do as soon as possible. Things with a deadline. Things that you know have to be completed as soon as possible. So this may be if you're given a project, like we said, you're given that, uh, I think we said this in the last episode, you're given that 5 o'clock project that has to be done by 5 o'clock the next day, and you're given to you 5 o'clock before. Now is when you sit down and go, okay, I need to make this urgent task that has to be done by the end of the day that may take more of my time done. Next, your next category is going to be a not urgent. Now, these are things that you can defer until all your urgent and important tasks have been completed. So this may be the project that you got that's important that has to be done, but isn't due until Friday. 
Now, you can take time instead of trying to cram it all into one day. You can complete the urgent task for that day and now do the project that has to be done by Friday in pieces. Mm-hmm. And you break it down that way so that when Friday comes, you're not doing what we talked about in the, in the first episode of this week procrastinating you're not trying to get creativity or motivation from the pressure because that's how you thrive no you're thriving like that because you haven't learned how to manage your time effectively yeah now again at the beginning i said we break everything down into two categories i'm gonna repeat everything so you guys can take those notes important not important under important is going to be urgent not urgent Now, under your not important, we're going to delegate it the exact same way. It's not important, but what is urgent? Yeah. What is not important and urgent? Yeah, so, and I want, and and right before you dive into that, I want everyone to pay close attention to what you just reiterated. What is very important about that important section is that even under the world of things that you deem as important, you still have things that need to be done, like at this moment, like right now, as soon as possible, mm-hmm. and things that you can kind of put not so much on the back burner for, so you can procrastinate and continue to make it from a regular task to a burden, but things that you can say, hey, today is today is let's say for example, today is Monday, all right, this ain't doing till Friday, we're gonna take small chunks at it each day, each you know, we're gonna do a periodic. You know, uh, task that's gonna help us accomplish this big goal that's due at the end of the week. But right now, I got things I need to do right now. Yeah. So, so because mm-hmm. then most people don't realize at the end of the week when Friday comes and whoever your manager or supervisor is that want that big project that was due all week, mm-hmm. they're not gonna actually do anything else on that day. Nope. Um, I I guarantee you. Six out of ten times. I'm glad you said six out of ten times. Yeah, it wasn't going to be that high. Now, don't get me wrong. (laughs) Six out of ten times, they're not going to ask you for another urgent task that day. They may ask you for some important but not urgent things, but not important and urgent. And if they do, it's really important. So So, now that task that was on your not urgent list all week, just moved up to your urgent list. Yeah, and see, and that's the reason why it's important for you to be able to distinct the two, the two category, the two subcategories under that important category because of the fact that everything that's under that important category has a level of you know uh, significance to what you do in your your daily hustle. But some things need to be have your need to have your attention like at this moment, and some things can have your attention. At you know throughout a period of time when you are take after you're taking care of the the most urgent needs and but you know but in the same thing when when Jared dives into the not important section uh, category, it's the same thing applies but just kind of in the reverse and you know it's just the touches the top uh, opposite spectrum same concept but it's just top, it's total opposite but it still plays a major part in how you organize your framework. Now, for your not important, you're going to break it down again into two sections. Urgent, not urgent. Now, under your urgent, these are the tasks that are appropriate to delegate. Mm -hmm. These are the tasks you can give other people to do. Now, these could be something as simple as getting a report Mm -hmm. if you're at that level. Uh, It could be something like uh, the stores being set up. If you work in retail, the stores being set up and... Uh, the new hire comes and actually try to set up something. 
is important is not important compared to the things that's going on around you. But it is something that's urgent because that may be the one thing that needs to be done to get the store up and running for the day. Mm-hmm. You can easily grab someone else and say, hey, I delegate you to complete this task by helping him. Mm-hmm. That's not important, but urgent. Yeah. Now, you're not important and not urgent. I'm going to say two things about these. The first one is usually delete these. Yeah. They are time wasters. Keyword usually. Usually. Um, yeah, you do have exceptions, but on on, on on in most cases, try to find a way to get rid of. These are generally the tasks that pop into your head while you're doing another task. One thing that I do that helps me with my time management in doing this is I keep a journal that I write all my non-essential ideas in. I call this the come back to it journal. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I do is I set one time throughout the day to come back to it. So I may come back to it right after lunch. Now, a lot of those tasks aren't going to make sense anymore. Because either it's something I already did or something that really wasn't important in the first place. Mm-hmm. Or it may just be my mind was trying to find a way to get me off of this boring task. <laughs> so it threw a curveball at me. Because yeah. your brain knows you. It knows what you hate And that could be something you hate. Now, in that situation, that is what you do. You write it down. If it's a time waster, you delete it. Mm -hmm. If it's not a time waster, you complete it right after lunch, right before you dive back into your important list. The reason why you do it then is you need some easy softball tasks to get you back into the groove, to get you back in the flow. We talked about this earlier. Flow is a state where everything is clicking, everything is working well. We talked about this in a previous episode. I'm telling you now, take the easy task of your not important, not urgent, to get you in the moment, to get you in flow. And once you're in flow, instantly switch back to your urgent, important. And then start writing down those not important, not urgent. Yeah, so... And that's a very, and everything that you just broke down was very, very important. Not just because, you know, um, this goes very deeper than the surface, man. Um, being able to distinguish the two categories of important versus not important. They, you know, just hearing you break that down, I have more of an understanding now that both categories in the, in the grand scheme of things, they both play um, they even though you have an important versus not not important, they're both important categories. And I know it's kind of like it sounds like a play on words <laughs> or whatever, but it's true though. They're you know even though quote unquote not important may sound like oh okay let's go ahead and put this in the trash can and like we just move on with our life and let's not focus on this. Like no, that has a, that has a place in how you produce the best results either by yourself or with your team members or with, you know, co-workers, whatever. But, you know, even the not important session, you got to be able to take that into consideration and know, okay, do I need to go ahead and can I, this is something that needs to be done now. Can I, uh, okay, if it's not important, then let's, let me, I got to take time out to find out who's the best person I can delegate this towards or is this the best person who I can, you know, uh, you know, can I trust this task with this person or, or can I, you know, and if not, then how can I find a way to make this 
is a part of my part of my daily um, routine or not my routine, but how can I make sure I get this, this task completed no matter what? So you, you, you constantly still have to think ahead and be a, that proactive leader in your mind and how you get things accomplished. So be mindful that not important, important. They both have a place and you know, they both have some type of real estate in your life and how you become the best um, production manager of your things. So next up, you know, when another strategy that helps you pick get, up your pens. Yes. Another strategy that helps everyone, uh, helps a lot of people in today's era. Now, for my people who are, you know, who are well um, in their age of like 40 and older, they may, you know, they may hear this. And some of them or even some of the young people, depending on what, what your style of work is, you may think that, hey, this is a little too fancy or too complex for my, for my liking. Nowadays, in today's era, in the information age, you have the capability to download applications on your phone, on your laptops, on your um, tablets. You can use uh, time management tools nowadays. And, and I call them, I used to call them planning tools because, you know, there's so many different apps out there nowadays. But, you know, and it, and it does take time finding the best one that works for you. But using a planning tool can definitely help you take your time management to a whole nother level if that's what you if that's a, a route that you want to you know um pick up within your within your your warehouse so you know in my personal opinion like just using a planning tool helps me you know take some of those things that I jot down on pen and pad um it helps me organize those thoughts and be able to revert back to it because sometimes I, I do find myself doing this a lot I will write, I will be right, I will be taking notes of things that I want to kind of circle back to on my in my notepad. But once I write it down later on that afternoon or whatever, whatever day and time I'm in from that moment, I forget about it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I forget about it. And, you know, and well, when it comes to using like a tool like Trello or Microsoft Planner, these are a couple of tools that I've used in the past and I still kind of use these today. When I, you know, I said I'll be able to jot that same note down in my planning tool, set a reminder time, day and time. And, you know, I, like I said, I forget about stuff just because, hey, here today, gone tomorrow. I got to keep working on something else. I've been able to get the benefit of my phone ringing with a notification, you know, from that planning tool that I'm using saying, hey, just a friendly reminder. You want to revisit this thought or you want to circle back and work on this this task uh, at this day and this time, here you go. These tools can help you fully optimize your time as well as when it comes to organization. And, you know, it, like these planning tools, they help you review, you know, your tool. Like it helps you review what you deem important on a regular basis, you know, depending on how you set it up. And that's where technology can help you, you know, get the, the most bang for your buck. A lot of these tools, they're free. Some of them, they do, depending on what kind of things you want to do for um, use with them. You know, they may cost a little extra money, but for the most part, these tools that I know that I use Trello, it's a free tool that you can use. You can be able to uh, collaborate with other people who also use those tools, and you guys can be able to build team boards and team planning um, walls where you guys can really, like, you know, set set up game plans and things like that to accomplish group um, group goals or whatever. Or if you're trying to do it on by yourself, 
same thing applies and it helps you just kind of build that framework for yourself to know you can go back to this um, to your planning tools and be able to easily navigate through all the things that would just came from your mind onto the board and you can be able to accomplish so much so not to take up too much of your time what you got uh, Jared no I would say the exact same thing now I'm not I'm one of those people where planning tools sometimes are more of a hindrance yeah uh, for me but I'm a old school write it down guy yeah, yeah, I keep a journal. I Sign keep one down. with me at all times. <laughs> and what I do is I make notes in it Yeah. Uh, when I think of something. Now, again, to your fact that sometimes I do forget. Yeah. Uh, what I started to do is make a routine of times to check it. That's so good, yeah. I have a timer set on my phone that go an alarm, really, that goes off uh, at certain times throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the alarm is titled, Check Your Notes. Mm-hmm. I really just take out my notebook. Mm-hmm. My little journal is is really a small one. It mm-hmm. it can literally fit in my pocket, mm-hmm. and I just write down, uh, all those things that were important, and then I just look at them and see which have been completed, which have not, which need to be added to my task list. Uh, sometimes I'll write, "Hey, this is done. It was done by such and such," but I don't have the time to go into the tool and strike it out. So yeah. what I'll do is at the, let's say it's lunch time. And I'm checking my journal. I'll see. I wrote down, hey, that task that needs to be done at five mm-hmm. is already done. Well, let me go ahead and take that out my schedule. I don't have to do it. Or I'll say, more specifically in our case, hey, cold call session at this time because we need to complete this many calls. I'll write down KPIs on my notebook in my notebook for yeah. my managers. I'll write down the KPIs in my notebook. Mm-hmm. Hey, we need to be at these KPIs by this time of the day. And then what I'll do to check it when I go in at 12. I'll have a mental image of, oh, these are the KPIs I wanted to hit. How far are we away from those? Let's adjust the team for the rest of the day so that we can hit the KPIs that we want because we know we're only going to get the amount of revenue that we want if we're making nine offers a week. Right now, we're only pacing to make four. I need five more offers. How do I get five more offers? I can do this and do this and do this. And through time management, uh, and you know, my method is a little bit old school, but through time management, mm-hmm. you can adjust, uh, all of the things, all the, really all the strategies we talked about earlier to how you're taking notes on how your day mm-hmm. is going. And, and that's a great point. And so the, the, and the, the takeaway that I want to, you know, provide to everyone who's listening right now is that, you know, Hey, Jerry gave you more of a traditional, um, older method that still works to this day. And in in a lot of ways, it works more than a lot of these new school ways. But even for you people who um, who utilize tablets and smartphones and laptops <clears throat> more often than in, in comparison to, you know, the pen and the pad method, you know, guess what? There's methods for those, for you people too. So the end result to, to everything that Jared and myself have said so far in reference to, you know, um, choosing the method and, tailorizing that method to your liking there's no excuse for you to not to be able to organize your framework and organize how you categorize your work and how you take note take note of things and how you revisit it and how you complete tasks because that's the that's the goal at the end of the day you know when there's a will there's when when there's a will there's a way and despite if you are a pen and pad type of person or you are a smartphone and technology type of person, guess what? There's ways for you to utilize your preference 
to making sure that you achieve your goals no matter what. And this leads into the last strategy. And this is probably one of the most simple but most effective ways to get things done. If you find yourself, and especially for you people who either work on team, you work with other people, or you have people, other people working for you, um, for you managers out there, for you um, business owners out there, or just team members. If you find this, a lot of things um, being um, added to your list and you're not finding a lot, enough time to get this stuff done, we've already said it. You know, make sure that you get delegate those tasks. Delegate your tasks. If you're a manager or if you're just a professional overall and you have other people that are willing and they have the capability to take some of that workload off of you, share the workload because that's how some of the best hustlers get things done in a small amount of time with little resources. They delegate tasks. Hey, you, I need you to work on this. I'm work, As I work on this task here, I need you to take take care of these other two tasks and uh, re, um, get back to me uh, as you as you're making progress so I can see how I either I can help you or I can give you further guidance you there there's some skill in delegation that's a skill that is very undervalued for those people who don't know how to use it if you can master delegation you can see a lot more productivity from yourself as well as from the people that you work with on a regular basis and the last but not least stop procrastinating And the reason why I give that little slight pause right there is because I want that to sink in. Stop procrastinating. Stop trying to give yourself excuses. Admit to yourself, and I said this in episodes before, um, earlier episodes this week. Admit to yourself that you hate what you're doing right now because either you suck at it, you don't see it as an important uh, task for you to do, or you don't truly value it just yet because, you know, it's, it's, it's still fairly new to you. You need to take ownership of what you need to do and how good you can become if you truly become dedicated. Stop giving excuses. Just take ownership. Find a way to get it done and find a way to get it done correctly. Don't half-ass. That's, that's probably my next. That's probably another few times where you'll probably hear recurse on this podcast. But I got to be real with this. Don't half-ass with the work that you do. Take pride in it. Stop procrastinating, delegate when you need to, but nevertheless, find the solutions. Where there's a will, there's a way. There's a solution to your problems or there's a solution to your challenges. You have to be patient enough to find it. Jared? This has been another episode of (laughs) The Hustle. (laughs) No, man, that that was amazing. Again, uh, if you guys just take those notes, share them with someone. Uh, found major value. Share the podcast. We're on all major platforms. Uh, rate, review, five stars, please. Yes, uh, and just follow us on all social media platforms that are down in the description. Uh, if you don't see them down there, just type in anywhere off the hustle and we will pop up. Uh, website coming soon. Uh, you guys have a great day. Amen. Stay blessed, man. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to Off The Hustle. Again, we only ask one thing for listening to Off The Hustle as a price to pay, and that is that if you find any value, you share it. 
You share the moment you found value on social media in a text. You can tap somebody on the shoulder. You can wait. You get to the barbershop and tell them. I don't care. I just want you to share when you find value so that we can help someone else get some value as well. Make sure that you send your feedback to us either through our email, which is podcast at gmail.com, or you can also stay in connect with us through social media. Off the Hustle Podcast or Off the Hustle Pod. If you're on Twitter, make sure that you guys check us out. Continue to follow us and share your journeys because we look forward to connecting with you from one bit from one bridge brother to another. Peace. Go build, grow, develop. Peace. Thank you.